I think we can all agree that learning is more fun when you do it with friends, right? So if one of your summer goals is to learn more about the science of reading and how to incorporate it into your classroom, then let me invite you to join our free summer book study. During the month of June, we are gonna be hosting a free book study for teachers just like you, where we are gonna work our way through the book, Shifting the Balance, Six Ways to Bring the Science of Reading into Your Upper Elementary Classroom. And we'd love to have you join us. We're gonna read one chapter a week and inside our book study Facebook group, you're gonna get to participate in things like our weekly Facebook Live, discussion posts, you're gonna get some really awesome freebies and the chance to win some stellar prizes. All of this is going to help you align your instruction with the science of reading next year. It's gonna be fun. And even if you don't think you'll have time to read every single chapter, still consider joining. You're gonna get a lot out of the group even if you don't have time to read the entire text. So I hope to see you this summer where we can all learn alongside each other. You can sign up at stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. That's all one word, stellarteacher.com slash bookstudy. And I'll see you inside our group. You're listening to episode number 48 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. I am so happy you are joining me today. I seriously just get so excited when I sit down to record these episodes. I record them in my closet, uh, which I really should take a picture and post it so you can see because it's a little comical. This is like not a huge, big walk-in closet, but like a tiny, tiny, tiny little closet uh, that literally is big enough for a chair and my little microphone uh, sounding box, but it has the best acoustics in my house. And I just, I really do. I I get so excited when I go into record an episode because it's so fun for me. I know obviously you're listening to me and I, I don't necessarily get to have that same exchange with you, but in my head, these episodes are like we're having a conversation about reading and I just, that it lights me up. I love talking about reading. I love connecting with teachers. And so I have so much fun with these episodes. I hope you have just as much fun listening to them. And if you have been listening for the last couple of weeks, then you know that during the month of October, I am digging a little bit deeper into specific comprehension skills. And I'm doing this for a couple of reasons. One, I remember when I was in the classroom, I would often go to Google, which I'm kind of like, this seems, I mean, Google can give you the answer to everything, but I'm like, why didn't I more so seek out, you know, professional development sources or research books, but I would go to Google and I'd be like, how do you teach main idea? How do you teach students to find the theme? Because while I knew the skill that I wanted them to achieve, I didn't know how I was going to teach that or how to get it there. So these are questions that I asked myself as teachers or as a teacher when I was in the classroom. And these are questions that I get asked from so many teachers in my audience. So I thought it'd be fun to do comprehension specific episodes and 
you know, if you've been listening to my episode since the beginning of the podcast, you know that I, I kind of usually do a little bit more like big picture perspective and I share, you know, whether it's ideas on for scheduling or how to set up your reading block or the different parts to include or engagement ideas. And so these episodes might be a little bit different from my norm. But like I said, I know that these are questions that teachers ask. So I hope that you are enjoying these episodes. Of course, I would love to hear from you if you um, want me to do more comprehension skill mini series or if there's other topics that I could talk about, again, these episodes are for you. But if you are brand new to the podcast this week, welcome. Always happy to have new listeners. Or if you've missed the last few episodes, then you might want to go back and re-listen to episode number 46. I talked specifically about making inferences. Last week's episode 47, I talked specifically about strategies to help teach main idea. That episode was a lot of fun to put together. And today, we're going to talk about strategies that are going to help your students identify the theme of a story. And if you did tune in last week, then you'll remember that I talked about how skills are the what we want our students to be able to do, and the strategies are how they will get there. And so for the purpose of this episode today, we want our students to be able to identify the theme of the story, that is the skill. And Honestly, it doesn't matter how they do that. It doesn't matter the process they go through as long as they can correctly identify and understand the theme. And so as teachers, it is our job to be able to think about, okay, what strategies, what processes, what steps, what questions, those are all, like I said, strategies, what can I give my students that will help them get to the goal of being able to identify the theme? So for today, I have four strategies that I'm going to share with you that you can use to help your students think about and identify the theme of the story. Now, before I jump in and share those strategies, I kind of just want to clarify and explain how I define and understand theme because I definitely see it taught and explained in different ways. And I sort of changed the way I taught it when I was in a classroom as I continued to improve my own understanding of theme whether it is reading a book or seeing other blogs or resources, or I see stuff pop up on Pinterest or Instagram, I definitely see some differences. So in some sources, people will talk about theme as being like the single topical word. So this book is about friendship or family or teamwork, and they will consider those single words the theme of the story. And then in other sources, some people will talk about theme being more specific ideas related to those topics, like friendship is the topic. The theme could be real friends like you just as you are. If the topic is family, then a theme could be families can look different, but they're all special. And if the topic is teamwork, then maybe a theme could be working together can be more fun than working alone. So those are kind of some examples. And when I first started teaching, I taught theme just kind of based off of the resources that were available to me and what I knew I taught theme as just that single word. So we would figure out, okay, the theme of the story is friendship or the theme of this story is hard work or overcoming challenges, you know, single word or phrase. And then I realized though that, you know, while sure, it's great for my students to be able to identify that one word, they're not maybe getting as much benefit or just limiting our conversation about theme to those single words is not as helpful as if our my students can be able to articulate the specific idea or the related life lesson connected to that topic. So I then changed the way I taught theme, and we now tend to focus more on, like I said, those specific ideas or those life lessons, like 
real friends like you for who you are. Working together can be more fun than working alone, things like that. So that is typically when I think about theme, that is the goal that I want my students to achieve is to be able to identify the specific life lesson that an author is trying to articulate in a text. So when I share these strategies, it is with the goal of our students being able to articulate that life lesson that is connected to a specific topic. So hopefully that makes sense as I'm sharing these strategies. So my four strategies that you can use to teach theme. The first one is I simply call it topic to theme. And basically what you're gonna have your students do is what I just shared in the example, is you're gonna have them think about the topic and then use that, ask questions about that to get to the theme. And anytime I'm giving students a strategy, I either like to say, here's the steps you're gonna go through. This is the process you're gonna take. Here's the questions you're gonna ask. So for this strategy, you're gonna, first of all, step one is have your students identify the topic. You know, this is a story about friendship. They're gonna figure out what that, what the overarching topic of the story is. And this might be tricky because you might have students want to say that this is a story about a specific character, or this is a story about a specific location or a specific problem. And so you kind of have to coach them and, you know, give them ideas on what thematic topics could be friendship, family, overcoming challenges, acceptance, you know, hard work, teamwork, those types of things. So like I said, you might have to coach them because a lot of times students will say, oh, this is a story about, you know, the character so-and-so. This is a story about, you know, this problem. But thinking sort of big picture. So once they've identified the topic, then we want to sort of teach our students what are important questions about this topic. And again, this is going to take some practice because, you know, our students tend to sort of want to ask basic surface level questions. So we have to teach them good questioning skills, but asking questions about the topic. So if our topic is friendship, what are important questions that we would have as just individuals and as readers, this isn't necessarily connected to the text, but what are important questions that we have about that topic? So you could brainstorm a list with your students and maybe it is what makes someone a good friend? How do friendships develop? How do friendships influence people? You know, how do friendships change over time? What is the role of friendships? And so have your students just brainstorm questions about the topic. And then step three is using the characters and the events in the story to help you answer the questions. And whether the characters are a a positive example or a non-example, you know, they're giving you the opposite. How can you figure out or how can you use the characters and the events in the story to answer those questions? So based off of the characters, what can we say about what makes someone a good friend? You know, based off of the characters and the story, how can we answer the question, how do friendships develop? And really using the story to answer those questions. And then, you know, simply go through whether it's writing them out or discussing them. And then once you've answered all of those questions, you want to think about what theme, what life lesson can we take away from the characters in the story and what we've been able to learn about this topic? And so maybe they can come up with a, a couple different themes. You know, so maybe based off of the characters, you learn that friends help you through life challenges, or maybe you learn that real friends like you for who you are, or maybe you learn that treat others as you want to be treated. And then students can really figure out, okay, out of all of these themes that we came up with, which one really resonates the most? Which one do we really think connects with the author? And You know, theme is one of those things that because it requires inferential thinking, because it requires background knowledge, it's personal interpretation, there might not always be one clear-cut theme. There might be multiple themes. There might be, you know, two themes. There might be some themes that resonate more with, with students and others. And so I think it's okay not for there not to say, okay, this is the right answer, but, you know, what are what are things that we are thinking about and considering when it comes to the theme of the story? So 
Strategy topic to theme. Basically, students identify the topic. They ask questions about the topic, use characters to answer those questions, and then use all of that information to identify the theme. Works really well. Pretty straightforward. I like it too because it sort of takes students through that progression of there's going to be a thematic topic and then there's going to be a specific life lesson. The second strategy that you can use, I call it just character changes or characters change. And basically, you know, in most fictional stories, characters are going to experience some sort of change. And that change can really be the the clue to help us figure out the theme of the story. And so for this strategy, what I like to do is I give students or have them create a T-chart and they're going to jot down notes about the character at the beginning of the story and the character at the end of the story. And typically I have them do this, you know, for the main character, but they could also do the same process for, you know, supporting characters in the story. And, you know, they can still learn a lot about the topic and the theme from those, you know, supporting characters. But I have students think about the character in the beginning and as they're reading, kind of when they're going through that rising action and the climax. But, you know, having them answer questions like, what does the character think about? What does the character say? What actions do we see? How does the character behave? What is the character feeling? What are important traits that the character has? And so just really paying attention to the character. And then as they read, once they get to the end, on the other side of this T-chart, they're going to jot down what they know about the character at the end. And they're not going to necessarily answer some of those same questions, but I give them these questions to consider at the end. It is, how did the character change? What is different about the character? What is the same about the character? What did the character learn? And so you see this beginning in the end. And then what I like to have students do is once they've kind of created this T-chart is to almost have them put an arrow or a triangle in the very center of the T-chart and be able to identify what is this single event that caused the most significant change. Because usually if students can figure out that most significant event, then they're able to sort of like pinpoint, okay, yes, this is when, you know, they had the, the biggest transformation. This is what they learned. And so having them think about the character in the beginning the character in the end, and then having them be able to pinpoint what event caused the most significant change. And then once they've done all that, we sort of just take a look at our notes, we analyze them, and then I have them consider and think about how is the author using this character and their transformation to communicate their big idea? What does the author want you to learn from this character? And so those are the questions that we kind of follow up with. So with this strategy, it's having students keep notes on the specific character's changes and then really consider what can we learn from this character and how they changed throughout the story. And usually from that sort of like conversation and paying attention, they're able to come up with a possible theme connected to the story. So that is my second strategy. My third strategy, I really like using with my students, but I'm afraid that this is going to like date me a little bit and, and like reveal how old I am. I'm not that old really, but this makes me feel old. So anyways, but The strategy, I call it giving advice. So with this strategy, the first step I have students do is I have them identify the problem. What is the character's problem? What is the the problem or the challenge that the character is facing? And then we want them to think about how are they trying to solve their problem? Okay, so that is step one, simply identifying the problem and how they tried to solve it. Step two is thinking about what advice you would give to that character. And so if you could give advice to the character at the beginning of the story that would have prevented them from experiencing this challenge, what would it be? 
And my idea for the strategy came from the Dear Abby column in the newspaper. I remember the Sunday the Sunday paper, we would get it. And I remember sitting with my mom on the couch and reading the Dear Abby column and how a reader would write in about some personal challenge they're, you know, they're facing and then Dear Abby would respond. And I'm like, do they even have Dear Abby anymore? Like even... Even some of the younger people in my audience might not even be familiar. I'm sure that, like, you understand the idea of it. But, you know, did anybody else read the Dear Abby column growing up? Because I most certainly did. But the same idea, right? So basically, you're teaching your students to create a Dear Abby column for their character. And I think I, when I first used this to my students... I tried to explain to them how this is like Dear Abby, and they were completely confused. I'm pretty sure I I used to say, like, I I kind of named the strategy Dear Abby, but I was like, okay, wait a minute, this isn't going to work. And so I just say, we're going to give advice to the character, okay? But the, the sort of important thing is, is to thinking about, you know, think about the character, their problem. And when you're giving advice, this is like giving advice to the the character at the beginning. You're trying to prevent them from experiencing this challenge. You're trying to prevent them from this hardship, from you know this this problem that they're facing. And so, what advice would you give? Is it to you know be more empathetic, to be kind to everybody, to believe in yourself, to take risks? What what sort of advice are you giving them that would prevent them from experiencing the challenge in the story? And then once you've been able to identify the problem give the advice, then we think about, okay, what what theme do we see here? What can we extract? What lesson can we learn from this? If we think about the advice that we're giving, is that a universal idea that we could even use for ourselves or, you know, share with other people? Kind of like how in the newspaper column, you know, somebody wrote in and Abby gave advice, but that advice could be applicable to all of the readers. So same type of idea. So teaching your students to give advice to the character to prevent them from experiencing their challenge. And I, I have to know, if you if you grew up reading the Dear Abby column, please reach out to me and let me know just so I don't I don't feel as crazy about that. Cause I really don't think it exists anymore. Maybe it does and I just don't read newspapers. But anyways, I'm I'm getting completely sidetracked now. So strategy number four is considering the life lessons. And this is simply just giving your students three questions that you want them to ask while they are reading that are going to help them consider the theme. Again, Like I said, a strategy could be a process, you know, step one, step two, step three. A strategy could also be here's questions that are going to guide you to thinking about this specific skill or identifying the theme. So three questions that you can have your students ask while reading is, first of all, what lesson did the character learn? Question number two, how does that lesson relate to my own life? So now we're looking at the character and their lesson. And then how can I apply that to my own life? And then question number three is how can I use this lesson to figure out the theme? And I like this strategy because usually when we're talking about theme, it's these big ideas, right? They're universal, so they're not unique to just the character and the story. They're things that we can personally take away. So it's helping students make the connection to the characters in the text. So three questions to help students really think about life lessons. What lesson did the character learn? How does that lesson relate to my own life? And how can I use this lesson to figure out the theme? So that's it. Four strategies, topic to theme, character changes, giving advice, and then life lessons. And I know for me, at least, like I said, the reason why I picked these specific topics is because I know that some of these can be so challenging to teach. And I know theme can be really challenging in upper elementary because it is such an abstract idea and it requires so much inferential thinking, along with having some really solid background knowledge on life lessons. And so Hopefully, these strategies that I shared with you are going to help you feel a little bit more confident in teaching your students how to identify the theme. But ultimately, I hope that they help your students feel 
more confident in their own ability to figure out the big idea of the story. And I think theme is such a a powerful skill for students to have because, I mean, I know for me, anytime I'm reading a book, regardless of what it is, I am always trying to figure out how can I connect this and relate this to my own life. I am basically always looking for the theme. And students can do the same thing. I remember when I taught fourth grade, I had some girls that were so like big and obsessed with inspirational and motivational quotes. And every time they were reading a book, they were like, look at this life quote, look at how motivation motivating that is. And the same is true with the theme. If we can teach our students to identify the theme and connect with it, then they are going to be able to make that personal connection to any story that they read. So Hopefully these are helpful. If you end up using any of these strategies with your students, I would love to hear about it. I love hearing from you guys. Um, you know you can reach out to me on Instagram. I am at the Stellar Teacher Company. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. Let me know how these strategies worked with your students. And I hope you'll tune in next week for another one of our episodes. It'll be our final episode in our Comprehension Skills series, and we will be talking all about nonfiction text structure. So I will see you back here next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Stellar Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would follow along and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. And don't forget to join me over on Instagram at the Stellar Teacher Company. You can always find the links and resources from this episode in the show notes at stellarteacher.com. I'll see you back here next week.